apologies. Football with B-Wall is back. All apologies to the listeners out there. It's been way too long since we've put out an episode. We got so much to run through this morning. We're going to have an absolute blast. I got B-Wall's top 10 teams after nine weeks of NFL action. We're going to hit a little bit of highlights from week five through nine. And then we're going to get into B-Wall's top 10 in an electric NFL season. We're going to go back to week five and highlight a couple of games. The Detroit Lions at home against the Carolina Panthers. Rookie quarterback Bryce Young hammer the Panthers 42-24. to And this uh, Ford Field, I can't tell you how many announcers I've heard. It says it feels like a college stadium in there. Place is loud. We have week from week five also, the Baltimore Ravens 10, the Pittsburgh Steelers 17. And the Pittsburgh Steelers is, is one of the most difficult teams in the NFL to try to figure out. They're sitting at five and three now. And, you know, they're, they're bipolar, Jekyll and Hyde. And you don't know what you're going to get with them. The offense has been, for the most part, terrible. The defense is excellent. They find stealer ways to win games. They win games that they shouldn't. Um, and they're, you know, they're sitting at five and three. They're right in the mix of things. B-Wall did have them in the playoffs at the beginning of the year. Um, and, you know, we're going to continue to roll with that because, you know, if they can get any kind of production out of Kenny Pickett, uh, then the Steelers you know, are going to have a real shot. But, man, that offense has been terrible, and the defense has been fantastic. And then also from week five, it's almost kind of funny going back and hearing scores from week five, isn't it? Because that was the week that the on Sunday night football, the Dallas Cowboys went into the Bay Area in San Francisco and got shellacked 42 to 10 by the San Francisco 49ers. And it was after that game, everyone and their brother, San Francisco is going to win it all. San Francisco is unbelievable. Well, I got news for you. San Fran is on a losing streak. And is, isn't it unbelievable to think back to that uh, Monday morning after the beatdown on Sunday Night Football? We thought San Fran was by far the best team. And now they have losses to the Browns, they have a loss to the Vikings, and they have uh, one other loss as well. The, um, <clears throat> we go to week six. Week six, the Detroit Lions entered enemy territory in Tampa Bay. And the Lions, behind Jamison Williams, 45-yard touchdown, beat the Buccaneers 20-6. to with a nice road victory for Detroit. The Washington Commanders get a road win. Week six against the Falcons, 24 to 16. Nice win for Riverboat Ron. And the boys, the 49ers 17 and the Cleveland Browns 19 behind star quarterback PJ Walker. Wait, wait, wait what? Who's, who's PJ Walker? How many people Googled P.J. Walker the day of that game? He's a young man with a, a huge heart out of Temple. 
And he found a way to beat the league's hottest team at that time uh, in the San Francisco 49ers. And also that week, the Eagles came back down to earth a little bit week six, losing 20-14 to 14 against the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The Jets with a huge interception late in the game on a third and nine, pick off the pass and able to get the win against Philadelphia. We go to week seven. The Lions head to Baltimore and get their doors blown off, 38-6. to six. Now, let me say, I haven't said this, I don't believe, yet on this podcast, and it's not just about Detroit. In my humble opinion, every NFL team gets one game that you flush down the toilet. You get one, only one. And it just it happens to virtually every team every year where it just you, it's a head scratcher. You don't understand what happened. Um, now, Baltimore's excellent. Baltimore is, uh, in my opinion, the second best team in the league. But Detroit was terrible. Baltimore was excellent. And so I give every team one game. You flush it down the toilet. Now, if it's you don't get more than that, right? Because if you get if you get hammered again or another terrible game besides that. And there could be some real issues there. But this league has a way of humbling you. And, you know, if you you, you have a couple of turnovers and, and the other team is just firing on all cylinders, you can, get, you can get ugly fast. And it certainly did in Baltimore for, for Detroit. Also, week seven, the New England Patriots 29, the Buffalo Bills 25. Uh Terrible loss for Buffalo. Um, Buffalo now is not even in the B-Wall top 10. And, you know, that is surprising considering I did have Buffalo. Uh, I did have Buffalo in the Super Bowl before the season started. But, man, their offense, not a lot of creativity. Uh, they, they, they have absolutely no running game. Um, and actually, I think believe their defense is ranked 17th now. Offense ranked 17th, so they're very middle of the pack team, and they're sitting at five and four. So Buffalo, you know, it's just if you know, it's too bad they don't have a much more creative offensive mind um, because they got a lot of pieces there, and they just can't they just can't put it together for some reason. Um, okay, also week seven, the Steelers 24, the Rams 17, good win for Pittsburgh. The Dolphins lost to the Eagles 31-17. It seems at any time the Dolphins get into the ring with a real opponent, they get beat up. And so, you know, the Miami Dolphins, B-Wall said they're not going to make the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I know everybody was all over the Dolphins for the first five weeks but they look very average to below average against good teams. Um, and then you had the 49ers on Monday night football, the 49ers 17, the Minnesota Vikings 22, and the third consecutive loss for the, uh, excuse me, the second consecutive loss for the 49ers. We go to week eight. The Jags 20, Steelers 10. It was a, his mutter was a mutter type of game. In the mud, in Pittsburgh, in the rain. 
a game you would think the Steelers would win, but the Jags with sunshine able to get it done. And the Cleveland Browns, 20, Seattle, 24. Good win for Seattle. The shocker of the week at Mile High Stadium in Denver, Colorado. The Denver Broncos, 24. The Kansas City Chiefs, 9. <laughs> That's the NFL, and that is the toilet game for Kansas City. Got to flush that one right out. Uh, Bengals 31-49 or 17. The Bengals went into San Francisco's house and absolutely blew the doors off of them. Joe Burrow, my gosh, is he good. My goodness, is that kid smooth. Um, He is a a once-in-a-generation type player. And when he is firing on all cylinders, oh boy, is it scary. And then, of course, on Monday Night Football, the Detroit Lions hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. And it was a night about Jameer Gibbs, the rookie out of Alabama, picked 12th overall by Detroit, 26 carries, 152 yards, and a toddy. Five catches, 37 yards. And let's listen in to a few of the highlights from Monday Night Football. Territory inside the 40 yard line and runs out of bounds to the 34 yard line. That time, Goff with a dart. Amon Ra ran through it, crossed the middle, turned it upfield, 44 yards. First and 10 from the 18 of the Raiders. Goff's going to work out of the gut. He's got Gibbs to his right. Goff takes the snap back and looking, wants to throw a touch. Deep middle, caught, reporter, inside the five, to the end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions! Touchdown Detroit Lions! With a laser, 87 hauling in, and the Lions find the house for the first time tonight. Amir Abdullah in the game at running back, Garoppolo takes the shotgun snap back, looking, gonna get hit, gonna go down, sack back to the 30-yard line. That defense got him, Julian O'Quara with a sack. Jarrett leans in, takes the snap, wants to hand off to Gibbs. There he goes left side across the 50-yard line. Into Raider territory, spins out of a tackle. Inside the 40, inside the 35, still going down to the 32-yard line. What a run by Gibbs! Goff takes the snap, gives to Gibbs. Gibbs bounces through a hole. There it goes outside 20. Gibbs, 15, Gibbs, 10, angling to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Oh, baby, what a run! What a run! 27 yards. Got skinny, went through the line. Oh, you got to love Gibbs 15, Gibbs 7, Gibbs out, Gibbs gone! Oh, baby, what a a show by Jameer Gibbs. Barry Sanders was in the house that night. Jameer was asked after the game, you know, Jameer, this has been Barry's town. You know, do you want it to be your town? He's like, oh, it's always going to be Barry's town. But you know what? Just give me a little peace. Give me a little peace. So the Lions get a win to go to 6-2. and After their Monday night football win. Now, the Las Vegas Raiders got beat by Detroit, had gotten beat, uh, I believe, the week before that by 30 to 12 against the Bears. They fire their head coach, Josh McDaniels, and they fire their general manager. Now, folks, you have to be really bad and only get fired this early in the season, but do you know how much money? The Raiders have to pay uh, those two gentlemen in totality. $85 million was the reported number. So not only are they firing 
their head coach and their GM, they are writing checks up to and equaling $85 million to get rid of them. Holy cow. Um, So we go to week nine, where we'll run through a couple of games. The Ravens, 37-3 over Seattle, and the Ravens have thrashed two top 10 teams at home in the last several weeks. Uh, Major, major statement by Baltimore. You had Josh Dobbs, who didn't even know the player, his teammates' names as he had just gotten to Minnesota, goes on the road in Atlanta and beats them 31-28. to I don't understand how he knows what, where his guys are going on the routes. Unbelievable. Um, and Green Bay got a win. Yes, Green Bay won a football game. 20-3 over the Rams. Brett Rippon was 13 of 28 for 130 yards and a pick. And I honestly think my several of my friends could have quarterbacked better than Rippon that day against Green Bay. The Raiders behind Antonio Pierce... He's a bad man. I was sitting there on the couch. They showed Pierce coaching. And I told my son, Bryson, I said, Bryson, when that guy played football for the New York Giants, he was a bad man. And here he's got his team going. Now, again, it was against the Giants, who are complete trash. But they uh, they did go ahead and rip them 30-6. to six. They were smoking some stogies in the locker room. Uh, and had a ball finally with the Wicked Witch of the West, Josh McDaniels, out of the locker room. Um, and then you had the Cowboys lose 23-28 to against the Eagles. Part of me says, okay, Dallas is for real. They were in the game. They you know, had a real chance at the game. They go backwards there in the last 30 seconds. Um, having, you know, being inside of the 10-yard line and they do nothing but go backwards. Dax takes takes a sack that you absolutely cannot take. Um, you know, so part of me says, wow, great job by Dallas. They really held in there with a really good team. And part of me says, same old Dallas. Cannot figure out how to win games. Terrible management down the stretch. Uh, you know, can't take a sack. Uh, penalty, um, you know, just cowboy stuff that they they love to do to blow games at the end. Um, but it's clear that they they can play with Philadelphia on on the road. So you know you got both sides of that. Um, and so we go to the top ten. So at number ten, I have the Miami Dolphins, who will beat up any non big boy in the league because their offense is so good. Um, but they, you know, I don't think they can be in that top echelon. Uh, they're just not, they don't have it in the trenches. They don't have it in the trenches offensively or defensively. And that's a problem, right? Because once Tua gets uh, under pressure, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a totally different story there for Miami. Uh, number nine at Jacksonville. Now they don't really have, you know, that many impressive wins unless you want to call a win over Buffalo impressive. Um, but 
they're they're a really solid team, and 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 Trevor Lawrence is playing good ball, and their you know their defense has played well. Um, so I got them at number nine. At number eight, I have the Detroit Lions. Um, best win they have is over Kansas City on the road. Um, and the Lions, you know, they had the one bad game against Baltimore, so you flush it. And, you know, you got a big game coming up here on the road against the Chargers. Now, we're looking at the Lions. They really have kind of three tough games left at the Chargers, at New Orleans, and at Dallas. Now, the other games, they got they got Chicago twice, they have Minnesota twice, and they have Green Bay on Thanksgiving. And they have Denver at home as well. So the Lions, uh, with nine games to go, now, you're not guaranteed you're going to beat Minnesota at Minnesota and Chicago at Chicago, but you got a good chance to win those. So if the Lions lose those three tough ones, um, you know, we're looking at a 12-5 and five team, and if they're able to get one of those and hold serve on the rest, you're looking at a 13-4 and four team. So, you know, the Lions... Um, you know, in my opinion, they're they're not going to go to 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 uh, Philadelphia or San Francisco on the road and win. So the Lions have to have home field advantage to have a shot against the NFC elite. And I'd put Dallas in there too. I don't see Detroit going to Dallas and winning. Um, but if they can get home games at Ford Field, uh, man, they're going to have a shot. They're going to have a shot against uh against the the nfc elite so that you know these regular season games are just enormous because you want to have that crowd and that home field advantage okay number seven i have seattle seattle did beat detroit in detroit and i still think they're a really you know good well-rounded team with a lot of good young players and plenty of weapons and the three amigos jackson smith and jigba DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Number five, number six, I have the Dallas Cowboys. They they did prove they can play with a very good team on the road this weekend. Again, didn't get the dub, but they they did prove something in, in such a competitive game. I have San Francisco still ahead of at number five, ahead of Dallas. I mean, let's not forget they beat them 42 to 10. And, you know, what we are finding out about San Francisco is, you know, they, you know, they've been beaten up with injuries, but the biggest injury is Trent Williams. Okay. That left tackle, that, that injury matters more than any of them combined. Um, You know, you can live without a Debo Samuel, um, but you can't live without your left tackle because Brock Purdy, you know, is getting destroyed. And when all of a sudden you're not comfortable in that pocket, you got guys hitting your blind side. You know, we see what, what we've seen, what that's done to Brock Purdy. We got what I think three consecutive losses there for the 49ers. Um, so Trent Williams, that left tackle, very, very, very important to the Niners. Number four, I got Cincinnati. <laughs> when Joe Burrow is dropping dimes like this and he can run again and his calf is healthy, these guys are nasty. Nasty, nasty. Jamar Chase, uh, you know, Tyler Boyd, other wide receivers. Um, they got a nice defense. This is a this is a a legit legit team. My top four, you know, I think have really good shot to win it all. 
Um, so I got Cincinnati at four. I got Kansas City at three. Now, I know Kansas City hasn't been that impressive. Terrible loss to the Broncos. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, but, but as long as they have Patrick Mahomes healthy, okay, yeah, I got to put him in that top four because he's that good. And he can just take over games and, and he can just make plays and he's just sensational. So Kansas City, three. I got Baltimore, two. Baltimore it looks fantastic ever since the loss to the Steelers, which I don't understand how they lost to the Steelers, but it happened. Um, and, you know, Lamar Jackson is, is throwing the football extremely well, uh, which if he's throwing, if he's, if he is hitting guys in stride, Baltimore's going to win the whole thing. If he's hitting guys in stride on a regular basis in the playoffs, Baltimore's going to win the whole thing because you got to deal with his, his legs and he's, he's so fast. He's so hard to keep in the pocket and the defense is spectacular. Um, so Baltimore is a extremely well-balanced, really, really good football team. And they are going to have a tremendous shot to win the whole thing if they can play well down the stretch. And I still have Philadelphia number one. Uh, Philadelphia, I think when the bright lights go on, they have the, mo- the most dudes, the deepest roster, and they're just going to be super tough to beat. And now Jalen Hurts, I know his knee's been a little banged up, so he's, he better get healthy. Um, but, man, Philadelphia, between all those defensive linemen, you know, Reddick getting to the quarterback, Jalen Carter's an animal. Uh, you know, they just, you know, just so many pieces that they can, that, and that offensive line is spectacular. I love Jalen Hurts. Um, so I, I, you know, Philadelphia, uh, I still have them winning the whole thing. So with that, we are going to wrap up this edition. Thank you so much for being patient and, uh, we will be back very, very soon.